This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay, so what is the weird thing you do at your house to accommodate your pet? (laughs) 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, Okay, so you've got a pet at home and you love your pet. And maybe you do some stuff to accommodate that pet that is just sort of really unique to your own pet, right? sure. 651-641-1071. What is that thing? Um, Do you want to know why I'm asking? Why are you asking, Colleen? Thank you for asking. Um, Apparently, some very very, uh, ingenious furniture company in Japan, the name of the furniture company, by the way, is Dinos, is selling a table that has a hole in the middle and a platform beneath it so that your cat can just stick its head up in the middle of the table while you're eating dinner instead of putting its gross butt on the table while you're eating. That's hilarious. So your cat can eat with you. Seems like a bit of work to get the cat to figure that out because I feel like they're just going to jump through the hole. Cats don't... If there's one thing I know about cats, uh, it's that cats don't ever do what you want them to do. Yeah. They do what they want to do. Maybe Japanese cats are different. Maybe. 651-641-1071. What's the weird thing you do to accommodate your own pet? By the way, this table costs $1,500 plus shipping. Yeah, okay. That's a lot. And I would be lying to you it's if I told hole. you that I didn't for one second think, that's neat. Wouldn't that be great to get for the cats? And then but like I you said, quickly, your cats ain't going to use that? No. Trust me. I, I have tried every single scratching you know, whatchamacallit necessary. Like scratching post. scratch post, scratch pad, scratch arc, scratch wave, scratch. I mean, everything. And th- they, those cats are just going to do what they want to do. This website does have a lot of cat furniture, though. Do they? Mm-hmm. I haven't even looked. Yeah. Does Is it like I even bought. I wouldn't want this in my house, but I'm sure somebody wouldn't mind. Well, people. Yeah. You know, enough cats, people who are, you know, very cat forward. Yeah. Are weird people. I say that as a cat forward human. Also. I have bought at least twice these little like caves, like cat caves. for oh, the sure. cats. They do. They don't care. Yeah. They don't want, they want to oh, be in I the box so from Amazon. I bought so many toys for the dog that the dog is like, I don't want, what, right. I don't want that. But 651. But they will play with a bag. Yes. Give them a paper bag. And the Amazon box that I just opened, the cat's in it. Yeah. 651-641-1071. What's the weird thing you do at your house to accommodate your pet? Uh, shall we go to the phones? Let's do it. We've got Kelsey on the line. Hi, Kelsey. What's Hi, Kelsey. the weird thing you do at your house to accommodate your pet? 
Hi, Kelsey. Uh, this is Sophie. Oh, sorry. Hi, Sophie. That's okay. I have a cat, and one day I, I washed my hair and I put my towel on my dresser, and my cat curled up on the towels and fell asleep, so I left it there. And now, if I don't have a towel on the dresser, the cat screams till I put the towel back, mm. and it can't be can't be folded. It has to be crumpled, and the towel's been there for six months. I oh my gosh, it. I love that. Thanks for your call. That is, um, that sounds about yeah, right. I mean, you know, again, Those cats, they like things little, the way they like them. The little, it's the little things. I love Something it. Something brings that cat joy. Go for it. <laughs> Let's go to Tina. Hi, Tina. Tina, what's the weird thing you do to accommodate your pet? Uh, I feel like everything. We have two Great Danes, so we bought a bigger couch and bigger everything to wow. accommodate them. Oh my gosh. So they're on the couch? They sit actually on top of the couch, they put their butts up. On the couch, and then they put their paws on where you sit. Oh my god! Oh my word! How, yeah. how can I ask? Um, I know it's not polite to ask um, weight, but how much do those things weigh? <laughs> um, Minnie, she's about a hundred, and then she actually had puppies, so we kept one of them. His name is Mickey, and he's a hundred and twenty. Oh my gosh, wow. that's a big dog. That's a human. Oh, but they're so yeah. sweet, Tina. Thank you for your call. I can't special imagine couch just for the dogs. A dog on a leash that's 120 pounds, right? Because you could I, ride that thing. That thing would ride me. <laughs> I mean, it would be in control, is what I'm saying. Let's go. Because to- I have a 14 pound dog that controls where we go on a walk, and I don't <laughs> can't imagine holding back 120 pounds. And then to have two at the same yeah, time. No, that's not happening. No. Nope. Uh, oh, we just lost a call. That's fine. Uh, Bradley, what is the weird thing that you do at your house to accommodate Wheezy? I mean, all of it? Like, what Like what about what taking care of animals in the year 2021 isn't weird compared to when we were growing up, right? Like, she sleeps with us. She, you know, goes... Um, well, she doesn't go everywhere we go. We're not... We don't bring her everywhere. Right. Um, but, like, I mean, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like your life just sort of changes to accommodate. Yeah, like if she fur, she likes babies. Yeah, if she likes to hang out, um, like when I'm getting ready in the morning, I'll put like a towel down or something on the floor because it's you know mm-hmm. more comfortable for her to hang out while I'm getting ready. I mean, you know, we have um, we have two cats, Teddy and Meatloaf, and Teddy is sassy, and what Teddy does is every morning at about five. Teddy gets up on the bed and starts just talking to us and oh, will sure. not shut up until you get up until you, and, but you only have to get up to do one specific thing. And let that is let him on our front porch. We do, he's, oh. he's an, in, they're both indoor cats, but they want to be out in the front porch. And so we have to like open up the door, let them out and then they're fine. Yeah. Until they want to come back in. And then you hear a scratch, scratch. Meow. Can you, have you ever thought of getting like a cat door? I've thought about it. But I'm like, that feels like a bridge too far. Really? Oh, God. I would just be like, get, get out. Carry yourself. Although then you have to get a special door. Well, and then like when it's winter, I just, I have a lot of questions and I just would rather just open the door for them and let them live their lives on the front porch where they live their best lives. Yeah. And oh, the other day, one of them went bonkers because they like, that's what they're doing out there is hunting, but they never can actually be close to the birds and squirrels yeah. and bunnies. And the other day a bird ran into the window. Oh no. I know. And then fell down. I don't know what happened to it, but the cat went bonkers. Oh, I'm sure. This morning I watched a squirrel not knowing that the window was open and the cat was right there. Oh God. And the squirrel was sitting on the ledge just like shaking its butt and then my cat 
pounced at the window and the squirrel went flying and I don't know what happened oh, to hilarious. the squirrel. Yeah. They it's they're just the weirdest darn things. Let's go to Becca. Hi Becca. Becca, what's the weird thing you do to accommodate your pet at your house? Oh my gosh. Hello. So our cat, well, most of them are super spoiled anyways, mm-hmm. but I have the one big baby and he, I don't know if he left his mom too soon or what, but we have one fuzzy specific blanket that he will literally jump up and look at you and then look over at the blanket and then look back at you. Like, why aren't you putting this on your lap so I can Aww. make biscuits on it? Yeah. Gotta all, make all the biscuits. He's, he's like four years old now and he still does it. He does it on any kind of soft, mm. fuzzy blanket like that. Isn't that interesting? We have one cat that always makes biscuits on the blankets too. I mm-hmm. love it. Thank you for your call. And by the way, when you say make biscuits, it took me a long time to figure out what that meant. I thought it meant like poop. It doesn't. It means they, the they're needing. Yeah. yeah, they're needing. And it's the best, but also the worst. Because if you're under the blanket and the blanket is thin, when the claws come oh, out, yeah. they get you. Ouch. Let's go to Sherry. Sherry will have the final word. Hi, Sherry. Sherry, what is the weird thing you do for your animals uh, to accommodate their lifestyles? I have a couple of cats, and one of them insists on jumping on the bathroom counter when I'm fixing my hair and stuff in the morning, Mm -hmm. and she will meow until I brush her hair, too. Oh, my gosh. That's That's very cute. I love that. A kitty cat hair salon. Yeah, we call it pretty kitty time. Oh, (laughs) my gosh. I love it. Sherry, thanks for your call. That's adorable. Oh, I also have one cat who will only drink from the faucet, and that's oh, and that's we have awkward. encouraged that terrible behavior. And it's what do you do when you're like not home? Well, we have a we have this bougie like water fountain situation for them, which the cat will will do just fine with. Yeah, if we're not there to, but if if the cat sees us walk into the room, oh, then it's like hey. meow meow, get this thing, please. I'm just afraid he'll learn how to turn it on and yeah. we'll be gone and it'll run all day uh, or something. Yeah, and then you're, you've like flooded the neighborhood. Yeah, and there goes my water bill. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, meditations on Chrissy Teigen. Oh. Some observations I am having on her latest social media post. Nothing more than just uh, observations. Yeah. Chrissy Feelings. meditations. After this on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And I have some uh, Chrissy Teigen observations. Oh. Um, because there, I mean, there's been a lot of observations, meditations on Chrissy Teigen. Um, there's been a lot of headlines today about a post that she wrote mm. on Instagram. And actually, that's my first observation before I get to what the actual post said. Okay. Is that. You know, there was a lot of talk about Chrissy Teigen and how she was using Twitter. And then she did a whole, like, I'm going away from Twitter. And then she came back to Twitter. And then she said some more things. And then she left Twitter again. Blah, blah, blah. All this to say, Chrissy Teigen knows that in order to remain relevant, she has to continue to have a voice in social media. And all she's really done is just take her voice to a different platform. Because now she's posting on Instagram. And she's doing that regularly. And her Twitter is still live, but she just doesn't post there. Yeah. So we're still getting Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. She's still having a conversation. She just doesn't want to have it over on the dumpster fire that is Twitter. And I kind of like, I don't know. I guess I know why, right? Because Twitter is, to your point, a total dumpster fire. Yeah. And, you know, Instagram can be one of those two. Yeah. And she'll probably continue to post there until that becomes a dumpster fire yeah. or until that 
you know, people are calling her out there or something goes on there. But she's not referring to any of the stuff that has happened, right? She's just sort of like going on with her life. And um, in the post, she did this like very stream of consciousness post. And it's a picture of her and John Legend, her husband, at a restaurant called Frank Restaurant. Okay. And she's kind of like having a reminiscing moment because she starts by just saying like, we haven't, we've been going to this restaurant for 13 or 14 years. And then she talks about in the early days, kind of, and like I said, it's very stream of consciousness and the place you end up at is her talking about how a lot of things happened all at once. She was pregnant with a baby named Jack that they lost during pregnancy at the same time that she was getting a cookbook ready that she was going to release. And then the cookbook kind of became the place where she put her energy. But while all of that was going on, she was also drinking heavily. Mm -hmm. And then she chose to stop drinking so that she could process some things. And she's realizing that she hasn't processed a lot of the stuff that's happened. Yeah, And that's sort of it. It's very stream of consciousness. And at the end of it, she's like, uh, just life is complicated. So go out and get food. And it's very relatable in the sense that, you know, I think a lot of people can recognize not like having unprocessed trauma in their life. Mm -hmm. Right. And like her story about it is well told. Um, But I also just thought as I'm reading it, I'm thinking this is so calculated in the sense that Chrissy Teigen knows she's talking about things that, again, not addressing things that have happened. But she's also promoting her cookbook, which is coming out. Mm hmm. And talking about the things that in the past have been relatable and people have felt warm about. Yeah. And and I, that is nothing more than just an observation of how she's how she's doing social media right now. It's not a judgment. It's just a recognition of the fact that she's been in some really hot water and she still is trying to have a voice on social media. And if there is a judgment in it, I guess it is. That she kept on saying, I'm going to go away, mm-hmm. and then couldn't go away. And so here we are. And that's my musing. Yeah. That's my meditation. Yeah, no, I think what we're seeing is just she's uh, trying to, attempting to get her voice back and figuring out a way to have a voice that's not the voice that it was before, which is an incredibly hard thing to do when you've had all of this out there and you're so, you know, one thing on in one medium in that case, Twitter, and now you've kind of, like, yes, it's a dumpster fire, and yes, we all have changed the way we deal with social media. And When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
in some ways more than others on different platforms. Like I'm rarely ever on Facebook. I mean, I check to make sure nothing's on fire every once in a while. Twitter, I, I, you know, scan for news, but I like try to scroll past all the drama really quickly because I just, I feel like it's unnecessarily serving me the same messages over and over again. And so it creates this inherent, like, urgency that's not really out there it mm-hmm. just gives you the perception that it is so that it gives you a false i don't know it's very anxiety inducing so i totally understand moving away from that instagram to me is is such a fun and relaxing place most of the time most of the time mm-hmm. insofar or in insofar as any in uh, social media platform can be relaxing because you get to really curate what you're sharing and I don't know that there's any sure there are things that are annoying that people do on Instagram, right? Like we used to always poke fun at like the the different photos people post, Mm -hmm. but like, so, I mean, people can be creative or not in any way they choose to be. And if you follow them, I mean, if you don't like it, don't follow. Right. It's it, I think is very hard to have a, um, how am I going to try to say this? Like, what she's trying to do now on Instagram, I just don't know is necessarily the right platform for the kind of voice that she wants to have. But maybe it is. There's part of the thing that made her so popular was that she was quick. Mm-hmm. She had pithy opinions, strong opinions. You know, she's a um, she's a woman. She's a woman of color. She's, you know, a strong opinionated person. All of those things really benefited her on Twitter. The problem is that comes with a lot of baggage. Right. And she came with a lot of, you know, baggage that has since caught up to her. So it'll be interesting to see if she continues to create a different place and space for herself on Instagram. I don't know that that platform allows you to have the same, the same uh, level of conversation with people that Twitter does. So I don't know if it's going to provide her the same benefit, but to that to that point, maybe she doesn't want to do that anymore. Well, and that's kind of what I'm thinking is, you know, the thing about Twitter is she very much made it a dialogue. And that's one of the attractions of Twitter, or at least early, early Twitter was like here you could have an imagined dialogue. You could hear straight from the celebrity. And if they in- engaged like there you are mm-hmm. engaging with the celebrity. Yeah. And she she did that and she did that masterfully but also to her own detriment in a lot of ways right because that's what got her in trouble and instagram not only is it not necessarily not i don't want to say it's not possible it is possible but it's just not how people use that platform also you're very much more in control of your own voice on instagram in a way that you're not on twitter right and so maybe the temptation is less there to engage the conversations and just be who you are without a response Mm -hmm. i don't know anyway chrissy teigen meditations we're on that when we come back on the colleen and bradley show dumb people doing dumb things crazy stupid idiots after this on my talk 1071 dumb people doing dumb things we love to tell you about them on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer hi and these are your crazy stupid idiots well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida! Florida! Florida and sometimes other places. 
like? Illinois. Oh, okay. Oak Park. I'm sorry. I lied. Oh, Oak Park, Oak Forest. Maybe they're neighbors. I don't know, but both places, apparently. Um, I want to meet, I want to meet you too. Ronak <laughs> Niazi. All right. He's 35 years old. And on August 11th, he did something uh, pretty dumb. He broke into South Fork Restaurant. Mm. And South Fork Ranch? I don't know. I would like to know what's on the menu at South Fork Restaurant. Something tells me it's Southern E. Okay. Anywho, um, he broke in at 9 o'clock p.m. And he removed two cash registers that contained $2,500. Oh, wow. So he made off with some cash. But that alone isn't crazy, stupid, idiot worthy, right? Like, guy breaks in, steals money. Criminal. I mean, it's normal criminal behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, he was caught. It's the thing, it's where he, it's why he found himself in the area that makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. Why he found himself in the area. Yeah, of the place that he burglarized. Like he just, like, was sleepwalking? No. Oh. He worked next door at the Burger King. Oh. So they were able to follow him so they just on his break yeah. from the Burger King What over to South Fork, the restaurant next door, where he stole the cash registers, and then he went back to work and was making your flame-broiled cheeseburgers. And he didn't think he was going to get caught? And of course he got caught. Wow. Yeah. A crime of convenience. Right. You know, I just would say maybe, what do they say? Like, don't uh, bleep where you eat yes. type of situation. Well, don't steal next to your job. Exactly. Um, I will tell you that I would love to go to the South Fork Family Restaurant. Ooh, tell me more. What else? What's on the menu in there? Or- it's in Orland Park, which oh. is on LaGrange Road. Okay. Um, it must be a, a Greek family that opened this restaurant because in addition to things like South Fork fries, fried pickles, and mini chicken tacos, Yum. uh, for the little price of apparently free, cause there's no price on this particular part of the menu. South Fork has a signature Saganaki flambe. Oh, and uh, I saw some other Greek experience happening. That's so exciting. Uh, but they also have a Hawaiian salad, oh. which is ham, pineapple, and uh, uh, I don't want that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they've that got chicken good. sandwiches. They've got burgers. They, it's like a full family restaurant. You guys, and the Burger King literally is the next yeah. parking lot over. God, the, their menu is. is very extensive. It's good to know. Like disturbingly long. Like I'm I like I always get weirded out when I see restaurants that have like a thousand things on the menu. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, how can you possibly have fresh everything? Right. Well. Yeah. Well. Yet you can't, I think is what that right? well like, is saying. I don't know that I'm gonna, <laughs> like I don't know that I'm gonna go for the pork uh stir fry or the chicken crab meat cold plate like i just i don't know because how long has that crab meat been sitting listen waiting for someone to order it i've watched a few kitchen nightmares Mm -hmm. by um our friend gordon ramsay Mm -hmm. and he would agree with you don't focus on too many things focus on a few things that make you unique now lest you think this isn't a dallas reference there is on the skillets menu in addition to their athenian mornay which is a Greek 
homage, apparently. There's also Sue Ellen's skillet and JR's hobo skillet. Oh, neat. So I feel like there is must be some connection to the television show. Is there is this a chain? I don't know. Or like a franchise situation where they are able to I mean, it embellish on it? One location. Okay. Yeah, well. I mean, there's got to be an interesting history there. Newly well, they're remodeled. There are, I mean, there are other South and Fork restaurants in all kinds of places. Half cantaloupe. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Does it come with cottage cheese? No. Because that is my favorite but little you diner can thing. you get waffle fries or onion rings uh, for an extra surcharge. Yeah, well, if you do want to order the locale salad, locale black <laughs> Angus burger delight, it does come with cottage cheese, Colleen. Thank you. Oh, by the way, there is, by the way, not maybe the same chain, but a South Fork barbecue in Watertown, Minnesota, mm. and a South Fork cafe in River Falls, Wisconsin. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so this one was in Illinois, right? That's this where one was we the Illinois one, correct. Right. I would now like to take us to Florida. Oh. And I would like to take you to Clearwater, Florida, which we Ooh. love because, of course, it's close to the, the seat of Scientology. Of Scientology. But I want to tell you about a guy who's been jailed on an armed robbery charge. Mm. But it's how, or no, rather, what he stole and why he stole what he stole and where that earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. Okay. Let me tell what you. What he stole, why he stole, what he stole, and where. Yeah. Got it. And I want to tell you about 49-year-old Eric Minto. He entered a Wawa. Mm. Convenience store. So that's store. the where, okay. which is a convenience store. And he stole something at the Wawa. Would you like to imagine what he stole? He stole something at the Wawa. Mm-hmm. He stole a bag of bugles no he did not steal, but but not much better right like you'd think if somebody were going to steal something and and let me just say he stole it at knife point Ooh. if you're going to steal something at knife point better be some value i would hope that it's va- rather valuable but not so much it was probably like i don't know i don't know what the going rate for this item is but i would say maybe well it's probably like three dollars now but is in it my a food head, item it's 75 cents 79 for the family size. No, it's a candy bar. A Snickers? Yeah. He stole a Snickers. Well, that's dumb. At knife point. No. Okay, that's dumb on two levels. First of all... Why would you steal a Snickers? You don't want a Snickers. Right? You're going to steal a candy bar. Find a better one. uh, So, a clerk told police that he entered the store on Tuesday and was like, Hey, give me some food. And they were like, No. We're not going to give you some food. And he's Mm -mm. like, Hey, give me some food. And they're like, No. We're not going to give you some food. And that's when he pulls out a knife, Mm -mm. and it was a folding knife, (coughs) opens it, points the weapon at the clerk and says, don't make me do something stupid for a Snickers bar. Um, But he did. And actually, too late. (laughs) the store clerk was like, okay, here's a Snickers bar because I value my life, right? Just gave him the Snickers bar. And... uh, then he departs the store, leaves, and he actually left the Snickers bar on the counter. How rude is that? He's like, I don't want it. Maybe he maybe he was not a fan of Snickers. I don't know. Anyway, you can't uh, ask somebody for something at knife point and then not expect to be arrested. Right. So after he departed the store, even though he left the Snickers behind on the counter, 
A uh, sheriff's deputy later questioned him. He admitted that he did that uh, with the knife, mm. but he was like, I didn't threaten him. I was just trying to trade the knife for the Snickers bar. Oh, oh okay. fair trade. Okay. Yeah, he was like, I was going right. to give him the knife sure. for the Snickers bar. Yeah. And then the guy was like, no, you're actually under arrest. And so now he's in jail. Bye. Was it worth it? Apparently. Apparently Snickers does not yeah, satisfy. Why would you leave? Why would you leave the Snickers bar? Well, maybe he thought, maybe he thought. I would have just taken like anything. I would have been like, oh, okay, I'll take one of these. Right. I'll take one of these. Maybe he thought if he left it behind, it wasn't a criminal act. Mm-hmm. Maybe his conscience got the better of him, yeah. but it was too Turns late. out, don't matter. Don't matter. You pull out a knife on somebody, you're going to jail. Uh-huh. Can we go to Long Island? But of course. Oof, a library in Long Island did something real dumb. Uh-oh. On Saturday, August 14th, it was Free Comic Book Day, which is a nationwide event. It's very exciting. I, and this library yeah. in Long Island decided to give away some comic books okay. in a free package. Free comic. Um, yeah, like you come by the come by the public library and you'll get a bag of comic books. All right. For free. Sure. People were going to get their comic books from the library. Yeah. Great. Yay. Get them home. Do to do. Oh, I love comic books. Open one up. It's called uh Tales of a Grown-Up Nothing. On the front, there's a picture of a teenage girl skateboarding. So, you know, Teen comic, yeah. But when you open it up, what you find is people in various sexual positions. What? I'm um, sorry, sexual what? Sexual positions. Oh, mm. can you not say position? And somebody using <laughs> a four. Wait, say that again. A what? A four. Okay. A sex toy. We call those schmeck it, toys. You know what it is? It's Pern. It was a pornographic oh, so they were gonna give comic away book. Pern they gave it free. away. They gave away the comic book Pern for free because you know why? Because nobody was nobody looking at looked. Yeah. Because that is the American way. You look at the cover. Well, I'm just sure. You people look at were the like, headline. I ain't. Nobody wants this weird comic oh, thing. I, nobody yes, even knows I'm, who this is. Mm-hmm, I'm looking at the. I'm mm-hmm. looking at it because mm-hmm. oh. it's yeah. on the internet yep. and. It has adult situations. Yeah. Wouldn't necessarily call it porn, but definitely there are some cartoon nipples. There's perny things happening. And perny full things. frontal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, a father contacted the library and was like, hey, FYI, the comic book that you put in your free bag of goodies is pornographic. And uh, the library was like, oopsie daisies, sorry about that. Um, um, oh. And they're watching the Golden Girls in this comic. So oh, there you go. Something about Antifa? Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of adult situations in the free comic book. Yeah, and it's cra- really not. And a crab. Oh, okay. Just one? Yep, just a crab. Yeah, well, that's n- less threatening than many. And yeah. a chicken and a bow tie. Okay. Okay, great. Wow. Can you just read this on the internet? Yeah. It, well, because it was free, free comic book day. They published the whole thing. Okay. Kinda, I'm scrolling through the uh, issue right now. Is it any good? Work computer. I, I'm working, Colleen. I don't have time to read comics. <laughs> just lightly browse them. But it is suggestive. Let's All just right. say I that. never got into comics. Me neither. They're fun. No, I know. I know they can be fun. My kids prefer comics to like regular books. Oh, do they? Yeah, they love this one. <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. I just got them for this. Well, it's free. Uh, hey. Yeah, yeah, look at that. Free comic book day. All right. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback. Live. We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071.